Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Today is Thursday, August 17, 2023. Today I'll go over yesterday's MLB results. Look ahead to today's games. Then we'll do some soccer, WNBA, NFL preseason tonight, week two of that begins. We have a leaderboard for BMW. We have running back rankings, news and notes, and best bets. So busy show today. MLB will kick it off from yesterday. Look back on the games, and then we'll look ahead to today's games. Wins lose at home to the Tigers, 8-7. Mets over to Pirates, 8-3. So best bet wins again. D-backs over to Rockies, 9-7. Rays over to Giants, 6-1. Reds over to Guardians, 7-2. Astros over to Marlins, 12-5. A's over to Cardinals, 8-0. Nats over to Red Sox, 6-2. Phillies over the Blue Jays, 9-4. Braves over to Yankees, 2-0. That on there was a no-brainer, like I said yesterday on the show. Angels over to Rangers, 2-0. Cubs over to White Sox, 4-3. And a three-run walk-off home run by... Christopher Morell, as the Cubs come back from 3-0 down to win it. It was an amazing win for the Cubs. Mariners over the Royals, 6-5. Padres over the Orioles, 5-2. So the O's lose their second in the row. And the Dodgers over the Brewers, 7-1, as they win their 10th straight game. All right, small window today, only six games. 2 o'clock, Mariners-Royals. George Kirby, Angel Zerpa. Um, the Mariners are going to be favored, of course. Um, they're minus 230. The Royals are plus 190. Over on their nine. Overs minus 120. Unders minus 102. M's minus one half is minus 137. Royals plus one half is plus 114. Um... So for this one, I'm going to go under three and a half Royal runs at minus 113. I think George Kirby's going to pitch a good game. Four o'clock, you have the Red Sox at the Nats. Um, Chris Sale and Patrick Corbin. Um, Red Sox minus 198. Nats plus 166. Over on their nine and a half. Minus 22. Boston minus one half is minus 118. Nats plus one half is minus 102. Um. This is a matchup everybody would have loved in 2017, 2018, but not anymore. Um, I like the over, but I don't feel strong about it. 7-15 on Fox, Tigers-Guardians, Tariq Skubal and Xavion Curry. Tigers minus 136, Guardians plus 116 over under 8.5, overs minus 115, unders minus 105. Tigers minus one half is plus one eighteen. Guardians plus one half is minus one forty two. Um, kind of like the full game under. Also on Fox tonight, Mets Cardinals, Jose Quintana and Adam Wainwright. This matchup would have been more fun five years ago. Um, Mets minus one thirty two. Cards plus one twelve over under ten and a half. Overs minus one eight. Unders minus one twelve. Mets minus one half is plus one fourteen. Cards plus one half is minus one thirty seven. I like. The under, only because I think that, um, I don't know if the Cardinals will score that many runs or if the Mets will again. 940 of the D backs at the Padres. Zach Gallon, Rich Hill. D backs minus 112, Padres minus one, or D backs minus 104, Padres minus 112, over under 8.5, overs minus 102, unders minus 120. D backs minus 1 half is plus 162, Padres plus 1 half is minus 200. Um, I like the D backs minus 104. Um, on the road to uh, 
stay over 500. And then 10 o'clock, you have the Brewers at the Dodgers. Dodgers going for 11 in a row. Corbin Burns and Lance Lynn. Dodgers are slight favorites, or I shouldn't say slight. Slight for them. They're minus 148. The Brewers are plus 126. Over under 8. Overs minus 111. Unders even money. Brewers plus 1.5 is minus 70. Dodgers minus 1.5 is plus 140. Um, Party does want to take Milwaukee because of Burns. But instead, this is a little bit of a hard one for me here. Uh, I'm going to go full game under. I understand Lance Lynn stinks, but I like the full game under. All right, now I'll move on to soccer. Um, we have some results to touch on from yesterday, and I we have some games to talk about for today. Um, we'll do FIFA tomorrow. Um, so. We have um, Europe League qualifying today, coming up at noon. So UEFA Super Cup yesterday, Man City and Sevilla 1-1 draw, but Man City wins in a shootout, 5-4 on penalties to win the Super Cup. So Man City does it again. Conference League qualifying yesterday, uh, FC Ferrul over Flora 2-0. Um, Carabao Cup, Norwich City over Queen Park Rangers 1-0. Um, so, USL also, San Antonio over Rio Grande 2-1, and Orange County over Pittsburgh 1-0. Alright, we do have Conference League qualifying today, too. We have a lot of Conference League qualifying today. Um, so, Europa League. So, 12 o'clock today, you have HJK, Helsinki, and FK, Karabog. Um, I'm just going to pull up odds. Really quick. Um, so, um, HJK plus 170, Karabog is plus 150, the draw is plus 230. HJK just went up to 180, by the way. I'm going to go Karabog at plus 150, and they lead 2-1 on aggregate. Um, 1 o'clock. BK Hackett and Zalgirius Vilnius. BK leads 3-1 on aggregate. Um, um, BK minus 200. VMFD is plus 470. The draw is plus 360. I'm going over 3.5 goals at plus 124. 130. Breda Blick and Zarinsky. Zarinsky leads 6-2 on aggregate. They're plus 125. Bradle Ball plus 190. Draw plus 260. We'll go with 
Zerninski at plus 125. 2 o'clock, Genk and Olympiacos. Um, Genk is minus 135. Olympiacos plus 340, draw plus 290. Olympiacos leads 1-0 on aggregate. Um, I'm going to say under 2.5 goals plus 104. Zipro 1 and Slavia Pargu. Pargu leads 3-0 on aggregate. They are minus 170 favorites. Dnipro plus 430. The draws plus 310. I'm going to go with under 2.5 goals at minus 106. Little Goritz and FC Astana. Astana leads 2-1 on aggregate. Little Goritz is minus 260. Astana is plus 650. The draws plus 390. Here we're going to do over 3.5 goals at plus 144. And last but not least, Bate and Sheriff. Sheriff leads 5-1 on aggregate. Bates plus 290. Sheriff is minus 120. Draws plus 290. This pick, under 2.5 goals, plus 122. Um, so there you have it for Europe League qualifying. We have Conference League qualifying too, but that's a lot. Um, Saudi Pro League today, 11 o'clock, you have Zamak and Al Raida. And 2 o'clock, you have Al Khalij and Al Ali. Okay, now we'll move on to the WNBA. Um, we have a rematch on hand with the same two clubs that met in the Commissioner's Cup on Tuesday. 10 o'clock on Prime Video, you have the Liberty and the Aces. The Aces are only giving six and, six and a half. They're adjusting with now the Liberty really making a statement here. And it's rolls 174.5. Um, I'm actually going to lay the points of the Aces this time. Um, I think this is a bounce-back spot for them at home. They got killed by the Liberty the last two times. You would think this is revenge on their mind. New York's happy that they won the Commissioner's Cup. And I think Vegas needs to get back on track a little bit. So I'm going to lay the points with Vegas against the Liberty. And I think the Liberty are happy with, happy with their two wins over Vegas. Not that I don't think they're going to be competitive or anything. I just think that six and a half is short for a team that I think needs to bounce back in um, a nice way before everybody starts anointing the Liberty as the actual favorite to win it all. Okay, now we'll move on to the NFL preseason. Uh, week two of the preseason begins tonight. Um, I don't recall how many games we have on tap for you we have one 730 the browns and the eagles on the nfl network um is this going to be where we see jalen hurts and deshaun watson um we'll see um so um I think if Jalen Hurts doesn't play this week, he'll play next week. And I think we'll see Watson play um, tonight. So, um, I think we'll see both quarterbacks maybe for one series. That would be my guess. The line... In this game is Eagles by three and a half, total thirty-seven. Um, we talked about all like the impact rookies and and guys that 
or really uh, playing for spots on the Eagles and the Browns, respectively. This is the third preseason game for the Browns because we saw them in the Hall of Fame game two weeks ago. Um, so to me, it comes down to the better quarterback room, better young talent that will see a majority of the game. We're going to see all that loaded Eagles defense with all those Georgia Bulldog alumnists, alumni. Um, we'll see Marcus Mariota for sure. We'll see Tanner McKee for sure. And on the other side, um, we'll see probably Josh Jobs and DTR, maybe a little bit of Watson. Um, and there's some young guys I think we'll see on the Browns a little bit as well. Um, so... I kind of like the over here for this game. I know the total's high for a preseason game, but I decided to go with the over as my pick for this uh, preseason tilt between the Browns and the Eagles. Okay, now I'll move on to golf. Um, we have a very early leaderboard for the BMW Championship. Actually, I lied. No, we don't. Um, it was supposed to go off at 9.26. But it's that Pacific time. So, I guess it is. So, um, the BMW Championship, obviously, is one of the bigger ones. Because the purse is larger it's twenty million, just like last week's at FedEx St. Jude, and obviously the Tour Championship is next weekend, and then we have a little bit of a break from golf. So um, it's gonna be interesting. Obviously, all the best golfers in the world are playing. I gave out my pick. It was a nice little long shot of Tony Finau at 45 to 1 as like a little bit of a bounce back for him in a way. So um I'm gonna go over the odds actually. Cause I usually don't go over the odds for golf. I just give out my pick. Um so Rory's the favorite at plus six fifty. Scotty's seven to one. John Rahm's eight fifty. Cantlay's eleven. Hovland's sixteen. Xander's eighteen. Tyrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood are twenty two each. Morikawa is twenty five. Homa twenty eight. Spieth, Cam Young, are thirty. Ricky Fowler is thirty three. Wyndham Clark's thirty five. Hideki Matsuyama's forty. Um, Russell Henley, Sanjay Im, Bunganon, Tony Finau are all forty five. Corey Connors, Tom Kim, Sam Burns, Jason Day, all 50. Jason Day would have been a good value pick. So I would have Matt Fitzpatrick at 55. He's with Lucas Clover and Brian Harmon at that number. 60s, Justin Rose, who has good value there. Saiwoo Kim, Cam Davis, Keegan Bradley. 65 to 1 is JT Potts and 75 to 1 is Emiliano Grillo. 100 to 1 is Seath Iglia, Taylor Moore. 110 to 1, Seb Straka, Harry English. 121, Eric Cole, Denny McCarthy, Adam Shank, Adam Hadwin. 151 is Lee Hodges, Chris Kirk, Adam Svevson, Brendan Todd. 170 to 1 is Nick Taylor, Patrick Rogers, Adam Pontnam, Kirk Katayama, 
200 to Seamus Power and 20, no, 220 to 1 is Tom Hogue. So you can get some value on a lot of guys here. You know the big boys are going to show up, but you know I like to go for the value. But maybe next week I'll go all in on a, on a favorite because it's a big one in the tour championship. So um, we'll have a leaderboard for you on the podcast tomorrow. All right, running back rankings. Um, yesterday we did quarterback rankings um, in case you missed it. Um, I think you can guess who number one was. Of course, it was your reigning NFL and Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes. There's no doubt about that. So without further ado, my running back rankings. I have 64 running backs on the list. And um, it's the top two running backs on each team's depth chart. Sometimes I get bit in the ass because some guys get cut. But we hope that that's not the case when it comes to these rankings. So again, let's do it. 64, Rico Daldi, Cowboys, 63, Ken Ngawu, Vikings, 64, Jerome Ford, Browns, 61, Joshua Kelly, Chargers, 60, Travion Williams, Bengals, 59, Keontae Ingram, Cardinals, 58, Kyron Williams, Rams, 57, Jalen Warren, Steelers, 56, Matt Breida, Giants, 55, Tank Bigsby, Jaguars, almost said Giants. 54, Ty J. Spears, Titans. 53, Zamir White, Raiders. 52, Samaj P. Ryan, Broncos. 51, Rashad White, Buccaneers. 50, Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell, Eagles. 49, Jeff Wilson, Dolphins. 48, Zach Moss, Colts. 47, Chase Edmonds, Buccaneers. 47, Devin Singletary, Texans. 45, Chuba Hubbard, Panthers, 44, Jarek McKinnon, Chiefs, 43, Deontay Foreman, Bears, 42, Gus Edwards, Ravens, 41, David Montgomery, Lions, 40, Zach Charbonnet, Seahawks, 39, Jameer Gibbs, Lions, 38, Antonio Gibson, Commanders, 37, Damian Harris, Bills, 36, J.K. Dobbins, Ravens, 35, Ezekiel Elliott, Patriots, 34, Raheem Mostert, Dolphins, 33, Khalil Herbert, Bears, 32, James Conner, Cardinals, 31, Damian Pierce, Texans. 30, Javante Williams, Broncos. 29, Travis Etienne, Jaguars. 28, Brian Robinson, Commanders. 27, Tyler Alliger, Falcons. 26, Alexander Madison, Vikings. 25, Elijah Mitchell, 49ers. 24, Raham Dre Stevenson, Patriots. 23, James Cook, Bills. 22, Miles Sanders, Panthers. 21, Cam Akers, Rams. 20, Jamal Williams, Saints. 19, DeAndre Swift, Eagles. 18, A.J. Dillon, Packers. 17, Kenneth Walker, the third, Seahawks. 16, Bijan Robinson, Falcons. 15, Najee Harris, Steelers. 14, Brees Hall, Jets. 13, Alvin Kamara, Saints. 12, Tony Pollard, Cowboys. 11, Isaiah Pacheco, Chiefs. 10, Jonathan Taylor, Colts. 9, Joe Mixon, Bengals. 8, Aaron Jones, Packers. 7, Saquon Barkley, Giants, 6, Austin Eckler, Chargers, 5, Dalvin Cook, Jets, 4, Josh Jacobs, Raiders, 3, Nick Chubb, Browns, 2, Christian McCaffrey, 49ers, and number 1, Derek Henry, Tennessee Titans. All right, so this position is very deep. Um, the top, you could argue anybody in the top four for the number one spot. Derek Henry's probably been the best running back in the league since uh, the turn of the decade in uh, 2020. Christian McCaffrey is probably the singular most impactful at the position for what all he can do. 
Nick Chubb, you could argue, is one of the best running backs in the league, if not the very best. And Josh Jacobs last year run uh, led the league in rushing. So you could argue any of those four for the top spot. Um, Dalvin Cook, obviously the move to the Jets. Um, I'm just... Um, Dalvin Cook, you could argue, should be lower than this. Um, him, Eckler, Barkley, Aaron Jones, and even Joe Mixon to a degree. You could mix and match any of those five players. Um, Barkley's obviously playing on a franchise tag, essentially. Jones is coming off a great year. Eckler is kind of like McCaffrey light in the way in the Chargers offense. Um, Cook, you could argue, should be lower because, um, not because of the career he's had so far, but Brees Hall's also on this team, so, um, that's that. Um, Jonathan Taylor, we know his situation, we talked about it on the podcast, he's a good player, but his situation, um, may cost him a little bit. Pacheco had a great rookie year. With the Chiefs, you could argue he should be higher. Tony Pollard had the best year of his life last year. You could argue he could be higher. Kamara's very low because of his situation. Brees Hall's coming off an injury. You could argue he could be higher on the list. Najee Harris is really good. So this position's very deep. And then we have uh, the rookie, Bijan Robinson, at 16 here because I think he's going to have an instant impact in that Falcons offense. Kenneth Walker, I think, is going to be really good in year two. A.J. Dillon, as the RB2 on the Packers, can't be slept on either. And number 20 on this list, Jamal Williams led the league in rushing touchdowns last year. So, you got to give him some love, too. So, running back is a very deep position this year. So, you got to pat on the back for that position in terms of how deep it is. All right, now we move on to the news and notes for today. Um, There's a lot to talk about today. Um... So, um, the first thing I want to talk about is something that I brought up recently on the podcast, and that involves Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, he's being investigated in the Dominican Republic as it's being handled by Dominican authorities that focus on minors and gender violence. And just now it comes out that his MLB future is in doubt as um, a, an insider reports a person close to the investigation believes it's very unlikely he plays in the MLB again, which is crazy. Um, Wander Franco is a very highly touted prospect and he was number one up there for a while. And it's just very sad what happened with him and how much trouble he got himself into. And obviously, we probably won't see him for the rest of this season. Um, The Rays are just in trouble, long-term and right now. I mean, if they didn't get off to that hot start this season, they'd be right where the Yankees are in last place. Like, that's a fact. The Rays would be in last place right now if they didn't get off to that hot start. And... Obviously, if Aaron Judge didn't get hurt, so that's a, a two-part thing. If Judge doesn't get hurt and they don't get off to that hot start, they're probably in last. And 
Now their best pitchers out for the year, Tommy John, and now the guy that everybody thought was an AL MVP candidate coming into the year and going forward might not play in Major League Baseball ever again. So this is just awful and a very sad and shocking story, obviously. And uh, Wander is going to have to get some help. And more is going to come out of this, and we'll continue to talk about it on the show. Um, So the Cubs had a magical win last night where you can point to it and say, yeah, something special is going on here. Three-run walk-off home run by Chris Morrell. Go Cubs Go is playing. That crowd is ruckus. I haven't seen Wrigley go that crazy since um, one of um, their current players. Um, David Bodie hit a walk-off grand slam on Sunday Night Baseball. And if I'm not mistaken, the Cubs' current play-by-play announcer, Boog Shambi, had the call on the radio that night. So that is um, pretty cool because he was doing Sunday Night Baseball on the radio back then. And Matt Fasturgeon was on TV. So it's a little bit of a media um, coincidence there with um, John Shambi, Boog Shambi. So um, that's pretty cool. And um, the Spanish radio call was outstanding to... um, and that announcer had a ton of energy as well. So that was one of the more fun wins by a team this season. Um, so Tyler Soderstrom destroyed a home run against the Cards last night, 454 feet, the number 48 prospect on MLB.com. So... Um, that's somebody that the A's are going to be relying on long-term. Um, but bad news for the Cubs. Nobody's talking about it because of last night's win. Um, Marcus Stroman, who's been probably their best starter all season, out indefinitely with rib cartilage. And it was a fracture. No timetable on return. Um, that's brutal. If, um, that might cost them a shot to win their division. Like, that... He's been amazing this year. I understand he faltered the last month or so after the good start, but um, that's n- not good for the Chicago Cubs. Um, and Lars Newbar, um had an unlucky foul ball as he fouled the ball off his groin. That's very unfortunate for him. Um, We'll move on to football now. Um, Marlon Humphrey expected to miss the Ravens' first couple of games after getting surgery yesterday. Um, We talked about that on the show yesterday, that he was going to potentially miss some time. He has a foot injury. Um, Rookie receiver Jordan Addison in concussion protocol as... Um, he could return as soon as Monday after dealing with very, very light symptoms, and that's according to Kevin O'Connell. Lions wide out. Jamison Williams injures his hamstring as he's likely out for the rest of the preseason. That's not great. They're relying on him. 
to um, do some things. Jonathan Taylor excused from Colts camp to deal with the personal matter after returning to Indy this week for injury rehab. Oh, that's not great. Um, I feel bad for Jonathan Taylor. Like, he's dealing with this situation, and then before that, the injury, and then how the Colts um, made up some stuff, apparently, according to him. And that it's just a rocky situation. I think Jonathan Taylor might get traded at the trade deadline this year if the Colts... Um, are out of contention. Um, so, um, the Chargers surprised Antonio Gates by breaking the news to them that he's joining the team's Hall of Fame, and um, Gates got very emotional. Um, so that was uh, a neat moment. Um, there's a Bo Nix billboard in New York City as... Um, I guess the Ducks are trying to get a head start on uh, Nix's Heisman campaign. He's not even the best quarterback in his conference. Caleb Williams probably uh, laughing and being like, yeah, so much for that. Um, the Big 12 will not add Gonzaga or UConn as commissioner. Brett Yormark said he spoke with both schools, but it didn't work out after adding the Pac-12 teams. And that he said on Andrew Marchand's podcast. So, um, so much for Gonzaga and UConn. Then the Big 12 would have been absolutely loaded from a basketball standpoint. Those two and Kansas and Baylor, the program they've become. So that would have been a loaded program with all those schools. But I think UConn belongs in the Big East. And Gonzaga would have been a really good addition to the Pac-12 had the Pac-12 not fallen apart. They would have been the kings of the Mountain West. I think that Gonzaga would have been a great add to the Pac-12 if they had kept that league, which I think they should have. Um, Some basketball news. The schedule is coming out today, so guess what that means, guys? An extra podcast tonight going over the schedule. My live reaction to the schedule as it'll be unveiled today. At 3 o'clock on NBA Today on ESPN. So, a late night show tonight doing the uh, schedule live reaction. So, I'm looking forward to that. That's one of my favorite schedules to do all year. The live reaction to the schedule show. I did that for the NFL this past year. I'm going to do it again for the NBA. Um, Anthony Edwards trolls Triple J at USA practice as he called out the reigning defensive player of the year. Kind of just joking around. Um, and then there's a star-studded um, NBA uh, gathering. It was Durant, Trey Young, Jalen Green, Chad Holmgren, and others. Um, there's an Eric Gordon FIBA poster in the Bahamas. So that's pretty cool to see. Um, James Harden shouts out China as he loves the support in China. Um, Harden says, they deserve to actually see me come play here. Huh? What's he trying to say? Sixers scheduled game in China or I want to go play in China instead 
um, of uh, potentially getting traded. <laughs> I was kidding on the latter part of my statement where he, uh, where I said he might want to go play in China <laughs> in terms of professionally. But I think he meant, like, Sixers, NBA, schedule us a game here. Um, big soccer news. Um, WS, uh, the USWNT coach Vlatko Andonovsky resigns after the team's exit in the round of 16. Um, so now that's an open position. Um, I'm interested to see where they'll go. There's a lot of interesting candidates out there. So, um, if this is something that we're going to be following on the show these uh next couple of days um so Drewski to launch a sports agency as um he um is the first to sign a for life or sport agency so that is pretty cool and in one more soccer thing uh Liverpool to sign Wataru Endo as um He's to join Reds in a $19.5 million deal from Stuttgart. So that is some big uh, soccer news there. All right, last but not least, my best bet of the day brought to you by FanDuel. Um, so best bet of the week is 3-0. We have not had a winning best bet week, it feels like, in forever. Um, I'm debating a quarter unit or a full unit. And there's not a lot really to uh to go. But I'm not gonna lie, I actually really like the Diamondbacks tonight against the Padres at minus one oh six. So I'm gonna lay a half unit on it. I'm gonna go big. Half unit, Diamondbacks minus one oh six at the Padres for best bet. Banking on Zach Allen to perform like the AC's been this season. And the Padres may have a letdown after beating the Orioles a couple of times. So there you have it. So that's it for the show. I'll be back tonight with um, the NBA schedule drop show. And I got to post the uh, French League one and uh, Dutch Era Devise season predictions. And I also have to do German Bundesliga and um, uh, Italian Serie 1. So um, that's to come as well. Hope you guys have a great day, everyone.